Hi everyone, it's Sloan Rhodes. Today is February 5th, 2017. Welcome to my podcast. Today I thought it'd be really fun to talk about crystals because it's one of uh, my favorite subjects. It's one of my favorite um, things to kind of expound upon because so many people have so many questions and they're so much fun to play with and to work with. But before I get into the crystals, um, I did draw an oracle card today from Doreen Virtue's Magical Mermaids and Dolphins deck. And I selected the Tranquility card. It says, make time to relax, be still, and enjoy your solitude, indulging in much needed self-care. And I just picked this Oracle card to give me some kind of focus and inspiration as an underlying energy for the podcast. And I will have the card um, on my uh, Instagram account. It's called Sloan Spiritual Cafe, and I'm going to have a picture of it up today. And um, I'll have a little, I'll write a little something about this card a little bit more in depth. If you are interested, you can go to my Instagram account and check it out. But... So let's go back to crystals because first of all, what I love about the connection between crystals and this tranquility card is that there is something about crystals that can really open you up to a greater sense of serenity and tranquility and knowing that you are not doing it alone. And I say doing it in, in quotes because a lot of times whenever we are kind of embarking upon a new understanding or a deepening of our knowledge and wisdom about something, we often feel like we're a little bit alone in it. But what's really, really fun about having crystals around is that you never really feel like you're alone because they quickly become your friends in a lot of different ways. Um, and so let's go, let's just go into it because one of the most common questions that I think people who are, that I receive and that I think in general people are usually ask is how do I, how do I choose a crystal? I don't know anything about crystals. I'm just kind of drawn to them. What do I do? Well, first and foremost, I would have to say, trust your intuition. And this is always good advice, regardless, like no matter, you know, above and beyond anything I might tell you or anyone else in any book or website or, or whatever, you know, always trust your own intuition above and beyond anyone else's um, statements, if it, because your intuition will always lead you to where you need to go. So one of the first questions I kind of wanted to go to was, is how do I select a crystal if I can't get to a store and I'm just online? Well, I'm a big believer in that, you know, you will go to the websites that are right and true for you. So as you are doing your Google search, <laughs> the words that you type in in order to find a crystal are a clue to what you are looking for. And so you will be led to the right, um, not that there are any wrong ones, but you'll be led to the websites that are right and true for you in the moment. So don't worry about that. And then once you're on the website, you know, just, you know, use your, use the, the common sense that, that you're given at birth and also use your instincts. Like, does it feel like it's a legitimate website? Does it feel like they know what they're talking about? Does it, do they feel like, do you feel like they're honoring crystals or they're just, just pushing, you know, is it a, a crystal mill, <laughs> so to speak? Uh, and then once, so once you've kind of determined that, then you just go with what you're, what you're looking for. Maybe you're, you know, doing a search by, by chakra, or maybe you're doing a search by color, or maybe you're doing a search by emotion. So go with that. So if you're looking, say you're looking for a crystal for the heart chakra, and of course, you know, rose quartz, I'm sure would come up and say you're not particularly drawn to rose, rose quartz, and you are drawn to another crystal altogether. That's just like, got your attention. It's kind of like winking at you metaphorically. Well, even though, you know, you may still purchase a rose quartz, go with the one that's capturing your attention because that is happening for a reason. There is a resonance there. And even if you don't know how you're going to use or play with the crystal that has caught your attention, it doesn't matter. There's a resonance there and you are meant to kind of begin to play and deepen your understanding of that crystal. And so what's super fun about that is, and the same thing applies to metaphysical stores when you go into a metaphysical store and you're, you know, it's, just, it's the same 
you know, use your, using your intuition and letting the crystals lead you in a lot of different ways. And so then you bring your crystal home and you don't know anything about it. So what do you do? Of course, you hit your books or you hit the website and you start um, doing some research on it. And I think one of the fastest ways to sort of lose connection to your crystal is to consider how it can work for you or how you are going to use it. Because remember, you are developing a relationship with your crystal. And anytime that you are honoring something, it is coming from a place of love. And so when you can kind of honor your crystal for its its own energy, then it can it kind of can, can match you in that sort of loving and honoring way. And so what I like to do sometimes, if I don't know anything about a crystal, I'll look at the way that it's mined or the country that it comes from or what's the um, geographical um, area that it comes from and how is it formed because it's going to affect its properties. And so that's just one way to sort of honor and show the crystal that you're interested, that you love it, that you honor it. And, and then you begin to understand it more. It's just like any kind of conversation. Like if you go on a date with someone and all you do is talk about yourself and how you think this date's going to help you in some way, uh, you know, it's not going to last very long. <laughs> um, but if you, if you go on a date really curious about the other person and about their life, not in how they can do anything for you necessarily, but just because they are their own unique energy. And then you're going to find that um, there's probably more opening there and more opportunities can arise for a closer connection. The same goes with for anything really, but in particular, we're talking about crystals today. So that's kind of one fun way to begin to deepen your understanding of crystals. Now, another way I like to really get to know my crystals is to handle them often, to have them in view. I don't put mine away in drawers and keep them as though they are precious and um, not available to me because that's just how I feel about it. But, you know, do what feels right and true for you. But I like to have my crystals on display. I like to play with them. I like to handle them. I like to touch them. I'm a very tactile person, so that works for me. Uh, and when I do that, I'm aware of them, and they're aware of me. And as I see energies, I I have experienced crystals as, <laughs> this will sound funny to some people, but they emit a light and they scan me. They're scanning for a, a corresponding frequency. I did not know what this was at first. It took a while for me to understand it, but it does happen. And so when your crystals are out and around, they do that periodically, intermittently, pr probably always, but I'm just not always fully open to, to it. So I don't always see it and feel it. Um, and the same can be can apply to you or will apply to you. If you, you know, the more that you open, the more that you can connect to the, um, the energy of the crystal and it can connect to you. So I like to have mine on display. I like to touch them. And so for you, one fun way might be to put it under your pillow too at night. And you can ask for the crystal to, you know, help you open or help you with any kind of messages or anything that, you know, you're kind of wanting to um, connect with that crystal about. Again, you can't do it wrong. <laughs> you know, there's lots of different ways to, to play with crystals and use crystals. And I think the underlying most effective way, let's say, is to honor it, to show love for it, to respect it, just like you would anything. And I know there's some controversy about um, having uh, set an intention for crystals. Like, you know, I, I give you this intent, crystals. <laughs> but again, for me, it goes back to the energy behind the question or the intention. If you just pick up a crystal and say, now I'm going to, I want you to do this for me. I'm going, you know, I think, again, not that that can't work, but from my own perspective and my own understanding and experience with crystals, it when you honor it and you're more respectful and loving, 
toward it, the more that you will have uh, see results, let's say, or just enjoy more experiences, I prefer to say. <laughs> um, but everyone plays with them differently and works with them differently. So I do want to recommend if you are just getting started with crystals, you probably already have looked online but if and have some books. But, you know, the Judy Hall books are really um, a beautiful resource. Um, she has a lot of information in there, and it's very, very simple and laid out very um, visually and um, in a very visually pleasing way. Uh, but there's a ton of books out there. But just as a, an initial kind of go-to, I really like her books. And then there are some books where they are trying to sell a specific type of crystal. So always, you know, kind of check out what is the what might be the agenda or the intention behind the person writing the book or recommending a certain type of crystal. Some crystals are engineered, and pe- some people like to um, want you to purchase that <laughs> that crystal that they've created. So think, you know, bear that in mind as well. There's there's a, a lot of information out there. But again, you can't really do it wrong, so just play, you know. I mean, there's been so many crystals that have spoken to me over the years, and I've worked with them for a while or played with them for a while, and then, then for whatever reason, they disappear. This You'll hear this a lot, and you'll experience it a lot probably in your own life the more you get into crystals, is that crystals do tend to suddenly, <laughs> literally disappear. And you'll be like, I was using that crystal where, you know, I was playing with it, I was using it, where did it go? And you can't find it anywhere. And... I don't know where they go. They just disappear. And then sometimes they'll pop back up again. And you're like, oh, wow, here it is again. And so the, I, for me, for, and based on my understanding, the reason this happens is the crystal's done with you. You've, you've done your work together and it's moved on. And maybe it's time for it to go to someone else. And you'll find that this is also true in that you will find crystals in random places. You know, you might be walking down the street. You go, oh, wow, what's that, you know, that crystal doing on the ground? And you'll pick it up. Or my daughter found this beautiful um clear quartz crystal on the bank of a river in Yosemite. Beautifully, a beautiful crystal, just just there randomly, <laughs> no one around, just, and so, and that was the perfect crystal for her at the time. And, you'll, you know, these, these things happen all the time. Someone will suddenly give you a crystal and, and, you know, suddenly you're using that crystal a lot. So there's all kinds of ways to play with them and attune to them. I also recommend for some people that they tape them to their body. You know, if they have, if they're wanting to um, feel the benefits of, say, rose quartz, and they can tape a small rose quartz um, to their, uh, you know, around their heart chakra or a solar plexus chakra, if they're using maybe um, citrine or something like that, or carnelian or the sacral chakra, whatever crystals feel feel right and true for you. But um, there's so many different ways to play with them. I think, you know, really, truly, the first step is just to begin. Trust your intuition. Pick up some crystals that feel right for you in the moment. You can't do it wrong. And even if you don't use it for five years and then one day you, you're in your drawer and you find it and you think, oh, and you bring it out, it's the same, it's the same thing. You can't do it wrong. It's, it's, it's a deepening. It's a, it's a connection. When I first started collecting crystals and playing with crystals, I just felt like they had some sort of innate wisdom that I didn't have access to. And I, I was just so curious. And, and they, held, they held this sort of form of mystery to me. And so I wasn't necessarily ready to open up to that energy yet. But by keeping them around, I think that they helped me attune to their frequency. And with that attunement, I was able to open up more and more. So everyone's journey is different. Play, have fun. You can't do it wrong. And... Um, Yeah, so I hope that you found that helpful and enjoyable. 